morning and welcome to Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncie on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saga Tuck Douglas area. Saga Tuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saga Tuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Future, and Mill Pond Realty. And now Gregory Muncie with Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. This is Sagatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Thank you for joining us this morning as we broadcast high above Landsharks, right here on Butler Street in beautiful downtown Sagatuck. Uh, this is Sagatuck on Sunday with Gregory Muncie. However, Gregory is not your host today. I am your host today. I'm Patty Beery. That's Patty with an I and Beer with a Y. And why? Because I'm Gregory's sub today. Gregory, as many of you may or may not know, is on a little time out because he is currently running for a seat on the Saugatuck City Council. And so the FCC does not allow him to be actually on the air um, until after the election in November. All righty. Let's see. We have got a lot to talk about this morning, so much to talk about this morning. Um, I'm going to have some great guests on here, and um, I have a wonderful co-host with me, but first I'd like to thank our sponsors, and we are brought to you by Charming Sagatuck Rentals, with three charming um, rentals here in the Sagatuck Douglas area. And for more information, you can go to their Facebook page, Charming Saugatuck Rentals. We're also brought to you by the Interurban Transit Authority, your go-to to to get to where you want to go to. So in order to go get started on getting where you want to go to, give them a call at 269-857-1400. One eight, and it's one dollar to ride anywhere you want to go to in the Saugatuck Douglas area. We're also brought to you by um, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and their phone number for information is two six nine eight five seven two nine sixty six three, or you can visit them at www.backtothefuchsia.net, and they specialize in beautiful, original, and creative designs for any kind of occasion. And then we have Laura Derm over at Mill Pond Realty. You can find out what your home is worth or you can find your dream home through Laura Derm at Mill Pond. Laura is Sagatuck's homegrown, nationally recognized realtor with over 40 years of experience. So you can give her a call at 269 857 1477 or visit their website at www. 
www.millpondrealty.com. I'd also like to thank our producer over at 92.7 The Van for all their efforts and let you know that you can listen to Talk on Sunday anytime you want because you can go to 92.7thevan.com, search through the podcast, find Sagatuck on Sunday, and you can listen to any of the shows that we've done from, from the very beginning. And, you know, how cool is that? You can go and listen to it over and over again. If you just absolutely love Gregory's voice, you can go there and listen to Gregory anytime if you're really missing him. Um, so all the podcasts are available at 92.7thevan.com. If you're not a morning person like me, you can just go there and listen to the replay. Okay, it's a little bit after 7 o'clock, and it's looking a little brighter than it did on my commute down the hill. But it looks like there may be a little bit of rain in the forecast, but don't let that stop you from coming to Saugatuck. You might not be able to go to the beach or walk up Mount Baldhead, but there's still plenty to see and do here in Saugatuck. You can eat and shop your way right through town. Um, all the shops are getting ready for the fall and holiday season, so there's a lot of sale items still in some of the stores and lots of new fun things that are coming into the stores. Um, we've got a lot to talk about this morning. I'm going to have... Uh, Elliot Sturm as one of my guests. He is currently a member on the Township Parks Department, driver extraordinaire for Coastal Tours, and we will be chatting with Saugatuck Township Manager Daniel DeFranco. Um, so grab a cup of coffee, settle in, and let's have some fun and some information this morning. But first, I would like our sound man, CJ, the DJ Badrack. Help me introduce my co-host and partner in crime by bringing down that disco ball. Here she comes. She's strutting her stuff down the runway. And she's getting ready to get her headphones on and join me. Please welcome my co-host, Sherry White. Good morning. Thanks for being here. I know that Sunday is your only day off because you're the general manager at Spectator. So I really appreciate you coming here and helping me get through Sagatuck on Sunday with Gregory Muncy without Gregory. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we miss Gregory, although he might have just brought us a piece of delicious looking apple pie. It does look wonderful. I can't wait for the first break. (laughs) Whoopsie. (laughs) Um, uh, We had a good time a few weeks ago when you were here and you were my co-host. We did have a good time. Yeah, we talked a lot of things and we're going to talk about a lot of things this morning. We've got a lot of announcements to make and uh, a lot of fall activity going around Saugatuck, which is my favorite time of the year. So many activities. (laughs) So much fun. So what's new in your world? What's going on? Oh, I had a great walk on the beach last night. I walked down to the pier with my dog, Kipper, and the water is still so warm and so clear. I was surprised. It was really one of the first times I've been down to the lake this summer because I've been working so much. But enjoyed it. There was a great cloud presence in the back with the sun going down and then the serenity the sailboat three-mast sailboat oh. i felt like i was on the set of the goonies when the boat comes out oh <laughs> but there was a lot of people down there a lot of dogs it, there was a wedding there was a proposal 
Oh my goodness, lots yeah. of activity. Lots of activity On happening at Oval Beach. Yeah. So it was a lovely evening. My car, though, is suffering. So after I leave here, I will be going to the vacuum. Uh-oh. <laughs> Kipper brings a lot of sand in there. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, I realized this morning, we are almost halfway through September. I know. Where is just, time going? The summer flew, and I certainly hope the fall doesn't flew, fly. It's just been whipping by. It seems like it was just Memorial Day last week, but actually, that was 15 weeks ago. Wow. 15 weeks ago. And if you look at that little time period and you think, okay, how fast time is going, guess what is in 15 weeks? Oh, don't say mm-hmm. the C word. The C word. Christmas is just 15 weeks away, and I can't believe it. So I've been transitioning my store. And for those of you who don't know, um, I have a little shop below us here, and it's called It Is What It Is. It's a fun little shop. We like to think it's the best little shop in the coolest small town. And I've been getting new merchandise in almost on a daily basis. You know, we've got some fall and Halloween decor. We're starting to gather up our our holiday items. And I'm super excited because Sherry has been helping um, me with a display by wrapping um, lots of the cardboard boxes that we get. And I just don't want to throw them away. So she's wrapping them up for me so I can use them for a display on this big blank pegboard wall. And I'm super excited about it. It's got these little waving Santas. Oh, um, I, I, I was a little early this morning yeah, and saw, yeah. and your displays look great. I love the fall, the tailgate one, because this is my favorite time of year. I love the tailgate. Yeah, I love the tailgate, and it's just, I love a sweater. I love sweater weather. <laughs> sweater weather. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is National Grandparents Day. Did you know that? I did. Happy National Grandparents Day, since you are the wonderful grandmother of two amazing children. I hope they're listening, because this grandma and grandpa might like to go for a little ride and maybe get some ice cream or pizza. Um, I know they're busy being teenagers, and they've just gone back to school. They're busy with fall sports. Uh, Will is playing football. Carolyn's playing um, volleyball. And busy, busy, busy. But if you're listening, Will and Carolyn, and Grandma and Grandpa wouldn't mind going to have a little pizza or some ice cream later today. Uh, let's see what else is going on today. I have fond memories of your grandparents. My I, grandparents yeah. were all gone before I was five. So I never had grandparents until I married into the White family. And Mama Josie and Grandma and Grandpa Leach and Papa Holly just took me in like I was one of their grandchildren. And I have wonderful fond memories of them i do too um it's hard to believe they've been gone so long you know and um my children also had the luxury of probably the best grandma on the face of the planet grandma beery well yes and she took me in as a family member too and my kids she She, was the best such a happy happy woman always up for anything one time when we were in florida together the girls all went for a walk on the beach, and she wanted to go to a spring break bar, and we watched the push-up contest. <laughs> yeah, I think it was a hula hoop contest or something. Like, yeah. Oh, she had so much fun. She was she so much did. fun at the dog track. I don't think I ever met anybody that lived life every more second. than she did. You An know, inspiration. She loved life, and it loved her yes. right back. Uh, we do miss her. Uh, speaking of time flying, Today marks the 21st anniversary of the September 11th attacks. Oh, what a day. You know, wow, 21 years, and it seems like it was 
you know, just happening. I remember exactly where I was. It's one of those days where you just remember exactly where you were at the time. And I was still at the butler at that time. And I was opening. I was waiting for a new waitress to come in. Um, we were going to do some training. So I'm busy doing all my opening things. And I'm looking at the clock, watching the clock and saying, where is she? Not good to be late on your first day. So it got to be a little later and later and I looked out the back kitchen door I kept going to the back kitchen door and looking out and seeing has she pulled in does she not know where to park you know I mean there's nobody around and I see this girl sitting in her car I'm like there she is but she doesn't come in and she doesn't come in and a long time passes finally I kind of wave to her out the back door and she comes in and she just yells turn on the tv right now very um Authoritative. Authoritative. She just came in. She goes, turn on the TV right now. And she was visibly shaken and and rattled. And so we turned on the TV and we ended up sitting there for hours, hours, watching the news as everything was happening and unfolding in disbelief. Oh, it's so surreal. Needless to say, I didn't train her that day. We sat there and I sent her home and I said, we'll just do this another day. Yeah, I was I was getting um, breakfast ready for Sammy was starting her first day of preschool. Cameron had already gone off, and my sister called and she goes, "Turn on your TV." A plane just flew into the World Trade Center, and I used to live in New York, and um, I told her, "Oh, it must have been mechanical error from because um, Newark Airport is directly across the river from the World Trade Center." And then as we're talking, the second plane goes in. And there's no way that was an accident, that was a mechanical error. And I just remember thinking, this is so surreal that this is happening in our country. And when I, I used to work for Chrysler, and when I got a promotion or when we would hit numbers or something, we were always treated to dinner at Windows of the World. Anytime people came to see me, they always wanted to go to the top of the World Trade Center. So I spent a lot of time down there. And then just to watch everything happening and I took Sammy to her first day of school which should be a happy event and then I was excited not to have kids with me and I needed shoes so I went to Boar's Boar's Boardery yeah downtown Holland downtown Holland to buy shoes and I'm sitting there trying on shoes they have the radio on as the second tower falls and I just said to the lady I can't buy shoes right now (laughs) I couldn't think of anything but that you know and for weeks just the devastation and disbelief and that shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen and I hope it never happens again. I went to New York a couple years ago and went down to Ground Zero and saw the memorial and and it was so reverent. I hear it's quite tremendous to see. Oh my. Just breathtaking. It is breathtaking and to just think of, you know, that's where they stood was just surreal. But hopefully we never, ever have to go through anything like that. And it's amazing. All righty. Let's see what else is going on. Yesterday was the Mount Baldhead Challenge. What perfect weather they had perfect for that. Weather. It was so beautiful yesterday. It doesn't get much better than that. And town was a buzzing. Uh, and I think... Um, I read on Facebook that Team Wickwood took 
overall first place in the um, Mount Baldhead Challenge. And Jonathan Mendoza was uh, one of the runners, I guess, that took first place. So shout out to him. And shout out to Dave Edwards for running in the Mount Baldhead Challenge. That's that's way to go, that's Dave. Something, you know, <laughs> it's a challenge for me to say Mount Baldhead this early in the morning. <laughs> We all have our challenges. You know, town has just been crazy good busy. I, in all my years here in Saugatuck, I don't think I've seen a busier Labor Day weekend. It was just crawling with people everywhere. And they were all in good moods. Yeah, we had great customers. And and, uh, it's continued. You know, football started. Yeah. And that people are excited about that. But town is staying busy. We love it. Keep coming. Um, my challenge with Mount Baldhead, my goal is to be able to walk up the stairs 303 without stopping. <laughs> I love how they have the little landing, so I can't imagine running. Oh, my goodness. I think I they run either. six miles by the time they get to Mount Baldhead. We have a lot going on in town, but here's something that um, we just found out. I want to know, what do you know about the chili cook-off? Well, unfortunately, the chili cook-off is canceled from uh, Cow Hill Yacht Club. They had seven participants, and that's just not enough. And so they're just going to put it back for a year and hopefully bring it back with great joy next year. Always such a fun day. It is. People look forward to it. I think it's usually around Columbus Day weekend, so there's always so many people in town to... You know, strut your chili too, and they're like, "Hey, what's going on over there? A band playing and stuff." Oh, so yeah. that that'll be missed again. That will be missed. Yeah. And I always I work it every year, and and it's always a great time. And it's funny how it's always the same weekend. Some weekends or sometimes it's snowing, and then others it's people are going by their boats in bikinis. So it's always a good time. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of boats and bikinis and stuff, I think today um, Nate Holly's doing a concert in the cove. Oh, how fun. I hope it doesn't get rained out. Me too. It's it's overcast, but um, I'm seeing some breaks in the cloud there. I don't know. I didn't get up in time to actually listen to the weather this morning. Let's think positively. Yes. Okay. It's going to be a beautiful day. So let's shout out to anybody that would like to give us a ride out to the cove (laughs) on their boat. (laughs) Just send him a message. We'll be ready. We will not wear bikinis, however. You can come to Saugatuck, eat, and shop, and um, watch the Lions. We have a TV in the store. The Lions are on today. I'm not sure what time they come on. One, one. one They play the Eagles. It's a sellout, too, so that's cool. Yesterday, we had football on in the store, and it was so much fun because I had the Arkansas game on. And as you know, um, local Butch Jones is coaching for Arkansas this year. They didn't win. They played the, the O team. That red O team. Oh. 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 I hate Ohio State. State. (laughs) Yeah, we don't like them. They would be Spartans. (laughs) So it was just funny that it was sunny and beautiful and busy and there was football on the TV. (laughs) It's like all this transitioning. You know, I'm certainly hoping the fashion police don't show up here this morning because, you know, it's after Labor Day. And what don't you do after Labor Day? Wear white. Oh, I wore my white pants. I'm getting my violation (laughs) pad out. Don't tell anybody. My mom 
always used to drill that in our, oh, our heads that you don't wear white after Labor Day. But I hear it's, it's a, okay to drink white after Labor Day. Oh, you can drink white, white all year round. Yeah. yeah. So we're good there. Okay. You know? that's, yeah. that's the most important thing. <laughs> I can live without my white pants, but not without my white wine. You know what's coming up really quick? What? Glow in the Park, October 1st. That looks fun. And that is going to have a lot of things going on. Great family event. Um, We'll discuss a little more in detail all the events that are going on with that in the next half hour. Uh, And we'll also talk about the Saugatuck Douglas Halloween uh, parade. And they are in need of sponsors. That parade is so much fun. So, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that um, when we come back from our, our break. What else is going on around town? What's fun going on around town? CJ, got anything? Yeah, I'm in a golf tournament on the 22nd. Oh, for a charity golf tournament that's oh, been yeah. on the radio show. We talk, that's right. Yeah, we you're you're that. doing the Big Blue Classic charity golf yeah. outing on Thursday the 22nd with a 9 o'clock shotgun start at Clearbrook. That's a great event. It, um, the proceeds go to Operation Hope for the Elegant Youth, and they do many things with the proceeds. They have supplied new backpacks for students in need. They helped eight of the 8th uh, grade students from Saugatuck attend the Washington, D.C. trip at the end of the year, which I think is such a great opportunity for these kids to go and see government at its finest and all the wonderful museums in Washington. And they also do some sponsors for scholarships for camps. It's a great organization, so I hope a lot of people go out and support it. It's a good day for golf. Yeah, who do you call for that, for more information? You would call... I think uh, Kevin Shippa is is kind of the big man in charge of that and april gundy and april gundy oh. from encompass wellness yes wonderful people she, she ran the mount Walt head she did she did i saw that she had a bloody mary afterwards cj did you have a bloody mary yesterday I had one before it started <laughs> well that's that's important to support them <laughs> i'm going to go back to glow in the park for just a minute because you know they're really in need of sponsors and you know they've had a two-year break and um, they're coming back the first Saturday in October, which is what? The, I think it's the first. Yes. I think it is the yeah, you know, October 1st. Um, and it's going to be big and loud. Um, I can hear it from my house upstairs. They had it in Coughlin Park. Is that where it's going to be again this year? Let's see. Yep. That's where it's going to be. And it will be from 6 to 11 p.m. in Coughlin Park. And... Um, they're planning the best glow yet with airbrush face painters, glow braiders, glow braiders, a terrainable ride, a hay bale foosball, and glow crafts. There will be a DJ dancing and more, and there will be something fun for everyone. Sounds like and, a great family event. And if you want to know how you can help um, to sponsor, um, you know, it's it's well produced. Oh, Gregory, I should have had this beforehand because I can't see it. <laughs> um, it's well produced, well attended, and it benefits the community. So we appreciate whatever you can contribute to help make the events possible. It all adds up. Um, you can 
tell you know this is how you can help without you know spending some money you can tell other people about it you can display their posters you can share cards um you can share it on social media just get it out there um take it up to the um visitors glow up find ways to make your staff and business shine so all the business people you know as soon as we get these posters, let's put them up. They're really bright and fun. I don't know who did these, but they are a beautiful-looking poster. Um, and together, you know, we can make our, compu- uh, our community into the Halloween capital of the Midwest. Thank Halloween you. is always such a big deal here. Um, and a huge shout-out to Erin Wilkinson because she has kept her family traditions going yeah. and does such a great job and works so hard in bringing those events to our community and bringing in thousands of people yeah and it's nice that they're spreading this out so it's not and all in one all night. in one weekend it's a little bit much for everybody to to, to do, do that both, then. yeah um so this is kind of nice that it's a separate event this year yeah and I, yeah i'm glad they did two that years. yeah um well, let's see. What time are we getting to be? We're getting close to um, taking a little break soon. Time flies when we're having fun. I'm your guest host, Patty Beery, from It Is What It Is. And my co-host here today is Sherry White from Spectators. We are brought to you every Sunday by Charming Saugatuck Rentals, the Inner Urban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. Um, we've got some great guests coming up. Um, we're going to talk with um, more. We're going to talk first about more news and events and trivia with CJ Badrack. And then we're going to bring on Elliot Sturm, who is a current member on the Township Parks Department. Um, after we talk with Elliot, we will have Daniel DeFranco, who is the township manager. He's going to clue us in on all things township, um, that what's, what's going on. And I think Elliot's going to talk a little bit about that as well. Um, so we will be having lots more information, news, events, trivia, and two special guests coming right up for you. Welcome back. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. I'm Patty Beery and my co-host Sherry White here this morning. We've got some more announcements to make for you. Um, Shall we just get right into it? 
All right. Um, the the market at the SCA continues on Fridays. They no longer have the Tuesday markets, but they still have the Friday markets from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. through September 30th. Um, they've got all kinds of wonderful things there. Have you ever been there, Sherry? I have. I have. And I'm excited this week because Honeycrisp come out. My favorite, favorite, favorite time of year, Honeycrisp. Oh, wow. Yeah, they start... I know they'll have them at the market, and they start picking at uh, Crane's Apple Orchard on Wednesday. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. So there'll be a lot of people in town. They come from all over. They usually have some music going on down there and lots of different vendors with some handmade things and lots of good fruits and vegetables and flowers. Um, Somebody even said that they had some meats and cheeses. I I didn't know that, that they had meats and cheeses there. Yeah, I think there's some grass-fed beef and and home-crafted, I guess you'd call them home-crafted cheese. Well, they've got a little Facebook page, um, and you can uh, always go to www.com sc4a.org um, support your local farmers always uh, a weekly update on there of what's going on with that today I think I briefly mentioned this earlier there is concert in the cove with Nate Holly um, it's happening again and finally this is after Labor Day um, so bring your boat or rent a retro boat pontoon kayak anything that floats um and then we'll kick off a boat parade down the kalamazoo river so they're going to start in front of saga together oh, how fun! That's so everybody can kind of parade down the river together is my understanding anybody with a boat or anybody on a boat and um they patty and i are still available yes we're doing a shout out and anybody with a boat um keep your fingers crossed for good weather i see that you know off to the north it's still a little bit cloudy, but there's breaks in the cloud and it's sunny. It's, what a fun time! Nate Holly oh, has got best. some great music. Such he a really great, does. He great is a one man band, he and is. this is a free event. Love free. All you got to do is get yourself on down the river and just find a boat. Um, we've got Art Alone coming up. Have you ever gone to Art Alone? Oh, I love Art Alone. Your kids were both in it, weren't they? Uh, Katie was in it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just think it's such a great thing from kindergarten to seniors. They take various kids' art and they frame it professionally. It looks like they do such a good job. They do. They do. And then they display it like it's just the 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 real deal. And it's I love to see the kids all dressed up. You know, the night of the event, and they're so proud of their work. We've had several of the pieces in the restaurant that we had. We we did as well, and I think this is their 27th year doing art alone. Oh, my gosh. I remember the first ones. I think Krista Weiss started it. Krista started it. She was the art teacher. She's wonderful. Oh, I love Krista. Um, So they do elementary, middle school, and high school students are all involved with this, and um, they're selected by area professionals in comprised of student artists ranging from grades kindergarten through 12th grade. Each piece is professionally um, matted and framed, as Sherry said, and then it's labeled with tags. You know, I think they even engrave those little tags. So it identifies the program, the artist, and the grade level. So what you do is, um, Danielle Hanna has it set up. She's the Sagatuck High School art teacher. And Melissa Pollack, who is the Douglas Elementary um, and middle school visual arts teacher they're you know they're just passionate about this um, community art project and they're grateful to belong to such an 
supporting community. I mean, many, many of the businesses go to this event and they, they pay a certain amount for that and then they get to display it in their business for a year before it goes back to the artists. And get there early because they sell out fast. It's great. And yeah, it's they just do. so much fun to see all yeah, the work. They do. Um, we have a talented community. Yeah, they, they have this all on display at the Sagatuck Center for the Arts from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. weekdays during um, performances through October 11th. And it's free to go down there. You can go anytime um, and, and see it. Um, yeah, if you can't make it that night, it's worth to go in and look at the artwork on display because we have so many talented young people. We are blessed. We have great art teachers. We do. We have Art in the Park coming up Saturday, September 17th. That is next Saturday, as a matter of fact, from 10 to 4 at Wicks Park on Water Street. So that's where the gazebo is. Um, it won't be in the park with the park equipment, the, the, <laughs> the playground equipment. This one's over at um, Wicks Park, and it is a juried art show. Oh, um, fun. From the Michigan Regional Artists. Um, there will be live music, kids' creative art tent, and best of show and purchase awards. This is the sixth year for this event, which is brought to you by Art the Artist Entrepreneurs and Anna Donahue. She was on the show last week, I think, uh, talking about this art in the in the park. I've never been to this one. I haven't been to this one either. But if it's juried, it's probably some pretty good-looking stuff. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And it's right on the waterfront, so what a beautiful day. Uh, Let's see what else we have. We have the 11th Annual Lakeshore Harvest Ride on Saturday, September 17th. Um, This is called, uh, I guess it's called a Harvest for Your Senses. Um, It's a bike tour that lets you see, touch, smell, and taste the riches of this breath taking region the lakeshore harvest ride glides you through the rolling countryside of southwest michigan you can visit wineries cider mills family farms orchards and art studios along the way there are individual bike routes for every rider ranging from 15 to 62 miles in length oh my goodness well i can't do that i gave you my bike for display so The Blue Star Trail will be a 20-mile paved, non-motorized recreational trail that connects people and communities from Saugatuck to South Haven. I didn't know about this. The trail improves safety, wellness, economic health, and our environment. Friends of the Blue Star Trail is a 501c3 organization dedicated to promote and fund construction of the trail. So that sounds like fun if you like to uh, ride a bike. I think... CJ's wife, Kimberly, likes to ride her bike. I see her all over town riding her bike. Um, So um, that sounds like a a good time. Let's see what else we got going up. You talked about the Big Blue um, Charity Golf Classic. That's Um, um, the 22nd. 22nd. Um, We talked briefly about uh, Glow in the Park on Saturday, October 1st. That's from 6 to 11 p.m. in Coughlin Park. Um, All kinds of fun activities go uh, on at this Glow in the Park. You know, they have a black light tent. There's glow merchandise, flying cotton candy. I have no idea. What is flying cotton candy? Oh, I think we're going to have to go find out. We might have to go find out. 
I have no idea what flying cotton candy is, but it sounds like fun. Um, and, th- and then they have all these little glow necklaces and oh, bracelets yeah. and scrunchies, and everybody's just all getting oh, lit. Wow. <laughs> it's <laughs> what a fun time. <laughs> um, and there is a $5 fee for that. Oh, that's a minimal. It's an entrance yeah. fee that helps. And, you know, we're they are still looking for some sponsors. Um, some activities will have an additional fee. I'm assuming you're going to have to pay for flying cotton candy. <laughs> I would think you'd have Face to pay painting. for flying cotton candy. Um, but you can learn more about that if you go to www.sagatachalloween.com. And don't forget to mark your calendar for Saturday, October 29th, for the biggest Halloween celebration in West Michigan. Where does that happen? That happens in Douglas. Right downtown Downtown Douglas. Douglas. If you've never been, you have to, to one go of these, once in your lifetime. You must go at least once. Yes, you don't have to participate. You don't have to dress up and actually but march in the parade. But it's more fun if you do. But it's more fun if you do. But you know, when you stand in the crowd, you can see the whole thing. Yes. If you've ever been in the parade, you know that you just see your immediate surroundings or what's going on prior to to the parade. And there's a lot of hullabaloo going on down there. Oh so, yeah. Fun, fun, it fun. And fun this, night. this event brings, I don't know, like 12 what? million people it to downtown like Douglas. I don't know. I've heard numbers of yeah, 10,000, and that just. Well, I know you can't get down. That amazes oh, me. It's crazy, and it's just fun to see. Oh, it is and, fun. And, and I have my friends from college coming back for that uh, weekend. This will be the 24th year that they've been doing that. That's crazy. Sure I, I can't believe it's like been 24, 24 years. You know, 27 for Art Alone, 24. I remember you, you were know? dressed up as Smarty Pants one yes, year. Yes, I was. Smarty Pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was later in the evening. In the morning, I'm not so much Smarty Pants. I'm like Fumble Bumble. <laughs> oh, You goodness. are a night. Oh. So, 9.30 parade lineup. <clears throat> and that's on Center Street. In front of Beery Field, and that's beer with a Y, Beery Field, 930 Parade lineup. Um, there's no registration required, so you can just show up. You do have to behave there. And I know Aaron gets a lot of volunteers to help control the crowd, yeah. and the Douglas DPW does a lot of work blocking off the streets, keeping everybody safe. So um, a really good time. And um, they do have remote parking, so in the inner urban will be running. Oh, really? Usually, yeah, they That's always have remote parking know. because you know there's so many. So many people coming, and there's no place to park. Sure. So, so carpool if you can. Yeah, carpool <laughs> you know, if you can. Walk across the bridge. Get there however you need to do. But the parade starts at 10 p.m. This is the adult downtown parade. Um, I wouldn't suggest Douglas. taking young children. I, I did one year. I took Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not terrible to it take wasn't, a kid. It's, no. it's late for kids. It was late. It yeah. was late. It was a long night for her. So... So. Share that on social yeah. media. Oh, if you've yeah. never heard of it or seen any of the pictures, Google that. It comes right up. There are some great pictures oh, from amazed. past years. You should see some of the costumes. Oh, my gosh. I'm amazed. I'm, I'm sure people right now are getting their costume ready already. And whatever you need, whatever kind of information you need, you can go to www.douglashalloween.com to get all your information. 
So let's see where we at here. We have got more things going on. Can you believe it? There's a lot of stuff going on in the fall. Um, October 6th through 9th is the annual Goose Festival in oh, downtown Femville. That's always a good time, too. That is something that I have never been to. Really? I Well, I'm, uh, well I've yeah, always, always been work. working, you know. It, it, I've only on been a, once. I took the kids when they were young. There's rides and fair food. Kind of set up like a little carnival. It is like know? a little yeah. carnival. Yeah, there's stuff for the, the kids and the families to do. It's fun. Um, let's see. They've got a little list of activities here for me. So beginning Thursday, October 6th, there's a chalk out from 4 to 8 p.m. And there's a carnival from 4 to 9 p.m. at the Main Street Green, right downtown Fembo. Um, Friday, um, the 7th, there's a chalk out. What do you think that is? That's what I was wondering. What's a chalk out? Chalk out. I think, you know, all the kids come and they just chalk on the sidewalk and make all their little fun pictures. The carnival will be on again from 4 to 9. There's food and beverages from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. And um, the opening ceremony starts at 6 p.m. under the big tent. There's going to be live music. There will be a Tejano band from 6 to 8 p.m. And then the festivities continue on Saturday. Um, there'll be a car show that day. There's a goose market. So I'm assuming that's kind of like a little art fair of sorts. Where I would people think have so. some handmade things. I don't think they're selling geese. No. <laughs> <laughs> honk, honk. Um, there's a history event. There's a book sale. <clears throat> there's a little kid's corner. Um, there's Outdoor Discovery Center up close and wild from 11 to 2 oh, p.m. I love the Outdoor That's, Discovery Center. I haven't been there either. Oh, so much you have to, to do. Go. Yeah. Hey, Cornhole. There's a Cornhole tournament, 12 p.m. Nice. Well, I've never played Cornhole You've never in played downtown Corn- Fanville. Oh, I haven't played in downtown <laughs> Fanville. That would be a new and exciting event. We could have a team. And then there's live kids music. Um from 1 to 1.45 p.m. under the Big Ten. How fun is that? Then there'll be car show awards at 1.30 and a parade, the official goose parade. Well, there's a lot happening in Fountainville that weekend. I mean, they are jam-packing that. So, um, yeah, and then Sunday they continue with a few more activities and art show and the goose market, food and beverages. And for all the information, you can go to www.femvillegoosefestival.com. And now it's time, time for trivia with CJ. Bring it on. I'm ready to win today. Who knows what he's got for us today? Well, you've been stealing some of my uh, information. You had National Grandparents Day. We have our grandchild come and visit this weekend, so we're all oh, excited fun. for that. What's your name, Elise? Eloise. 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 I think oh, we're going to go Eloise. try to catch a fish. we got a blueberry or a uh, bluegill hole that we're going to try to find. Nice. How yeah. fun. So Love me some bluegill. Yeah. And then maybe some fresh apples from Golden Apples, yes. too. Yeah. Perfect day for that. But it's obviously Patriots Day is today. Uh, National Hug Your Hound Day. <gasps> you have a dog, so I hug do your have hound. a. Oh. I don't have a hound. You can hug Kipper. National Hot Cross Buns Day. I'm like, hot <laughs> Cross Buns. Yeah, yeah. What, what crazy. But, it should be an Easter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the, the list is uh, too long today, but I'm going with. You may have heard the Queen died. <gasps> 
Yeah. It's been on the news. But a little bit of trivia. Some of the pomp and circumstance and some of the ceremonies things have been sort of interesting. You'd catch it oh, for a couple yeah. minutes. So I have some trivia about the queen and the monarchy. Well, I wish my daughter was here because <laughs> I think she, she was in, oh, I think she was English in another life. <laughs> well, they, maybe she, they're pretty easy, multiple choice. So we'll, we'll go with you first, Patty. How old was the queen when she took reign? When her father ooh, ooh, A, know. 21, B, 25, or C, 28? It's multiple choice, Sherry. Yeah, yeah. Simmer down over there. I know the answer. So do I. Fine. Because I've been watching the news. She was 25. Very good. Yay. How many children did the queen have? Four. Oh, I'm sorry. You, that's, well, you, that's correct. Do you know their names? Um, Charles and Edward and... Um, there's uh, another E one. No, 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 well, no. no. Um, Anne. And can I? T- the troublemaker. Philip. Andrew. Oh, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Andrew. That's okay. Don't ring that bell. <laughs> no, don't ring the bell. <laughs> don't tell. Somebody. It was it was Queen Elizabeth. Okay, so where are we at? We're back to you, Patty. It was Queen Elizabeth the second, and now King Charles the third. It, if and when Prince Ed Williams takes over, what will his number be? So is Elizabeth the second, Charles is the third, and Prince William will be a the fourth, the fifth, or the eighth? The fourth. No, no, it'll be the fifth. Why? That, that, that number represents how many people had that king name prior, whether it's from the family or not. So that's sort of interesting hmm. where that number comes from. Fail. Another easy one for you, I think. But we'll see. What kind of dog did she keep? An corgi. English bulldog, oh. an English setter, or a corgi? Oh, corgi. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm buying everybody. Sammy when she graduates from college. How many presidents were elected while the queen was uh, Oh, queen? my goodness. She's been A, a 12, B, 13, or C, 14? 14. That's, that's correct. Only only LBJ uh, didn't. She didn't meet with LBJ. She met with all the other ones. Interesting. Um, oh, related to nine eleven, bringing it back home. What did the Queen do to show support for the U.S. on nine eleven? Multiple choice. She. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, she gave a speech. She lowered the flags to half staff, or had the palace band play the Star Spangled Banner. C. That was pretty pretty uh, moving. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You got all the tough ones. I must have organized them that Whatever. way. Whatever. What are the UK guards, the tall hats, the big tall hats? Oh, yeah, those furry what are, things. What are they made of? Are they made of uh, beaver skin, bear fur, or horse hair? Oh. Beaver skin, Ooh, horse yeah. hair, or what? Bear. Bear. Well, they're kind of fluffy, so I'm going to say bear. That's correct. Oh, really? And, and, and I assume that they had gotten woke and you know made them synthetic. Now, oh no, they're cultivated from Canadian black bear. No, every kidding. year they they get some more bear. How in the world do you find this stuff? Well, I know I, that was that was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. Oh, oh here, here's one. Uh, the last the last question. I think uh, she's going to win either way, Patty. But uh, I'm sorry, I gave you the tough questions. Who who did the Queen help save the opening of the 2012 Olympics? Was it Superman, James Bond, or Scary Spice? Bond. Yeah. James Bond. I think he went four for four. That's oh, good. Oh, Daniel Craig was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she the, jumped out of an airplane. 
but or a helicopter, but it was a stunt. Maybe. I never but, yeah. saw that, but I think I saw something like on an entertainment yeah. tonight. Or she was a very classy like lady, that. and I think she had a sense of humor. I love. I the, think so too. And for and, the Jubilee, I loved the little stint with Paddington Bear. Yep. With her marmalade sandwich and her. Yeah. <laughs> And always a good-looking queen. Yeah. Always presented herself so pretty. Um, all the bright colors, her hats and her beautiful outfits. I'd wear a hat if I knew I'd look good in that. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the English oh. always wear hats. They always have something. Cause it's always raining. They there. All, and the fixators. Right. And that was one of my favorite. So she did have a sense of humor. I saw a clip of a joke she told. She was doing a speech, and this is quite a few years ago, in San Francisco. And she's, she said, I know you Americans have imported a lot of your traditions from the U.K., but I didn't know you brought the weather, and it must have been raining in San um, Francisco. So it was a funny joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to go back to my hole now. Thank you for uh, letting me do trivia. And happy Grandparents Day. Happy have Grandparents fun Day. with Eloise. Happy Eloise, absolutely. All right, just a couple more announcements here. Um, a night for charity, black and white mask ball. That is September 22nd. On the Star Sagatuck. This sounds like fun. It sounds like a fun evening. It's at 6 p.m. All the proceeds are benefiting Operation Hope for Allegan Youth. You can call 231-878-8566 for more information. It's sponsored by the Sagatuck and um, the Star Sagatuck and Encompass Wellness, both. So that sounds like fun. Black and white masked ball on the Star Sagatuck. And there is a superhero fun run, a 5K and 10K charity run, October 1st. Um, it starts at 11 a.m. at Wicks Park Bar and Grill, in right downtown Saugatuck. It's $30 if you register by September 15th, 45 if you register after the 15th. All the proceeds um, go to benefit Operation Hope for Elegant Youth. Do you remember what Operation Hope for Elegant Youth is? Yeah, they do a lot of great things. They uh, supplied some backpacks for youth that needed back-to-school supplies. They've uh, sent some of the kids to, three kids to uh, the Washington trip for the 8th graders from Saugatuck. Um, They also have scholarships for uh, summer camps and fifth graders uh, with dance lessons, guitar lessons for other kids that otherwise wouldn't be able to do an activity like that. And those are so. This is for all the all all the youth in Allegan County. Yeah. Is that my understanding? Yeah, yeah. Helps Anyone all area. in any community any, in Allegan yeah. County. And it also helped with some Christmas gifts and Christmas meals. Uh, so just and it does a lot for. Um, Getting kids ready for college. They have a scholarship also for seniors. Wow. Yeah, and they help with self-care, mental health awareness. So they've got two events coming up. First, the black and white well, mask ball. three, because the golf outing. So- three. Oh yeah. Gosh, the so- golf outing. Um, the black and white mask ball on the Star Sagatuck, and then the superhero fun run. I wonder, are they going to dress up? Have some superheroes oh, sure. there. I sent sure that to um, my nephew. He's a runner, and his um, kids are. Oh, really? They well, Rollins just turned four, and she did her first run, and so and they love superheroes. So I sent that, and hopefully they'll come down and do the little fun oh, run fun. for the kids. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a good time. You won't see me running. I run my mouth. I run my business. I run a bubble bath occasionally, and. Um, I would like to run right into this apple pie that Gregory bought us. 
I know. It's just sitting there, and I don't want to talk with my you, mouth full. You got that at the Dutch market. I always see the sign for that. You know, yeah, down when by you're Pullman going to 100 and something. 109th? 109th. Yeah. Um, I used to ride my dad down there when I was cruising him around last summer. And he was able to get up. They have like a cement ramp. Um, and we'd go in there and look at the fruits and vegetables. We were always in search of a watermelon. Um, and I think they have ice cream down there. And they have some fun and funky art out front, you know. Objects and animals made out of <laughs> hose and um, oh, fun! You need shovels, things. yeah, just kind of fun stuff. So that's a good day ride, afternoon. It looks wonderful. This pie looks wonderful. I haven't had apple pie in who knows how long. Oh, probably since last September. Yeah, it's not apple pie season until now. Well, what else do we want to talk about here today? Well, it's looking sunny on Butler Street. It's getting a lot brighter than it was this morning. Um, We're going to talk to Elliot Sturm here in just a little bit. Uh, Elliot. Elliot. Elliot Sturm. I've known Elliot for quite a long time. He is the president of Secure and Safe, self-employed. He is a retired Sagatuck Douglas firefighter. He's the father of twin sons, and he's married to St. Catherine of Sagatuck. <laughs> do you know Kathy? Oh, I do. I'm, oh, I'm an honorary Tisdale. Sherry's an honorary Tisdale. How come I'm not an honorary Tisdale? They made me an honorary Tisdale sister. And at my birthday party, they said I'm a full sister now, not just honorary. We're going to have... Um, Daniel DeFranco on after after we talk with Elliot. And um, Daniel was born and raised in New Jersey. He went to college in Chicago, and then he moved to New Orleans. Um, and then he eventually moved to Chicago, and he made the decision to move to uh, Saugatuck in 2016. So um, he's been an instructor of philosophy at Lake Forest College and most recently at Grand Valley State College. So that will be interesting to talk to Daniel about um, a little philosophy and neural philosophy. Um, he's also the township manager. Um, oh, and some good bartender extraordinaire at Phil's. Oh, I love I can't Phil's. wait to meet this guy. Yeah. yeah. They make a good Bloody Mary. They make a good Tito. Um, he's um, a member of the Tri-Community Recycling Committee and commissioner of the Saugatuck Township Planning Commission. So we'll have lots to know about what the what's going on in the township between Elliot and Daniel. Um, we'll find all about that. When I love how they back. have the uh, gator recycle bins around town for paper and magazines. I think that's great. So hopefully it takes some out of our landfills. All righty. We are going on the 8 o'clock hour, Alrighty. and it's ready. Um, time for a little break. 
We'll have a lot more to talk about. Like I mentioned, you are listening to Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. I'm Patty Berry and my co-host Sherry White filling in for Gregory Muncie's who's on a little time out. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Saugatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. I am your host for the day, Patty Beery, and I'm sitting here with my co-host, Sherry White. We are filling in for Gregory Muncie. Uh, we are having a good time trying to figure out all these events, activities going on in the area. We've been talking a little bit about that and um, what's going on, trying to keep you informed, bring you the news you can use, uh, always trying to put out why they're doing this but right now i would like my dj cj to bring that disco ball down as we welcome to the stage the microphone and the headphones most importantly wow <laughs> elliot stern <laughs> thank you good morning patty thank you for being here thank elliot. you for having me i know <laughs> that you would uh, originally asked my wife kathy but she's She's up in Byron Center taking care of the grandkids it's for the week, day. and uh, I promised I'd mention their names, Lucy and Nolan Marchuk. It's their birthday. Oh, really? It is. Happy birthday. Was, How was, old is Nolan? Nolan is, oh gosh, I'm going to be the in younger trouble. One. He's 10. He's 10. And Lucy is 14. Shut up. Yeah, I, I can't know. believe it. I remember when we were giving her a bath in the sink. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. do that anymore. No, <laughs> it would be difficult. I yeah. remember seeing all your pictures, beautiful pictures, uh, silhouettes, and those little eyes and cheeks. Oh, yep. man. Lucy and Nolan, teenagers. I, uh, I have a funny story to tell you about where we're sitting currently, right in this apartment. Um, I was here 50 years ago in this apartment sleeping here. Back when Land Sharks was the library, if I remember correctly, my sister Ellen came up here for a summer to work in the original root beer barrel. Um, and I'm a couple of years older than her, and she called me up and she said, you really need to come and visit Saugatuck. And I said, well, <laughs> what's it about? She said, well, and I will paraphrase here, so I don't want to use her exact language, but she said, it's a lot of fun. You really need to come up to Socket. <laughs> <laughs> what year was this? Uh, this was 1972. So the early 70s. So, yeah, 50 years ago even. And she was living here in this apartment with her girlfriend, Sudewald. And uh, I parked my motorcycle right around the back there. And was uh, introduced to uh, all kinds of things, Sagatuck-wise. So yeah, it was it was a fun fun summer, and I came up here for many many summers, many weekends, 
and um, always thought, gosh, it would be it'd be fun to live here, wouldn't it? What a great time, what great people. And you came here from where, Chicago? Uh, Chicago, yeah. well, Chicago, I was born in Chicago, but I lived in the Chicago area for many, many years. And it wasn't until I married a local girl, Kathy Tisdale, that I actually moved up here full-time. And you were married a couple of years before you moved up here, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I remember Kathy had something to do with um, tours and Well, in she Chicago. worked for, yeah, yep, yep. She worked for a company, well, a, an organization called Society of Architectural Historians. I keep asking her to get a job with like a one-syllable name or something like that. but Server. <laughs> anyway, she worked there, and she was organizing international tours for mostly that. retired architects. Yeah. And occasionally she would get to go, and I actually got to go with her on one trip up to Anchorage, Alaska, which was wow. wonderful, because they wanted, the CVB there wanted their wanted tours up there and so they treated you to the best of everything and so for four days we were treated like royalty it was just wonderful but i digress you have to be careful now i've had two bowls of golden grahams this morning so i'm ready (laughs) to go two bowls two bowls a piece of apple pie and a cup of coffee i'm currently working on so i'm operating on a half a cup of half calf Half calf? <laughs> yeah. The, what, the fully well, caffeinated stuff. I drink too much coffee. Well, here's the it thing. Me, if uh, it's half calf and you drink twice as much, it's fully caffed, right? Right. But oh, it just true. keeps. But if I only have a half cup of half calf, <laughs> I'm only half caffeinated. I do okay. everything half calfed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> Talk to me at 11 o'clock at night, though. Uh, I'm rare and tear to go. This show would be so much more exciting if it was at 11 o'clock. Oh, at I, night. Patty. It's the most exciting show in town right now. <laughs> Elliot, I find it so interesting that your first time coming here was staying in this apartment. Yep. Mine was too. Come on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We, did we sleep together? No, I don't think so. This was this was lo- this was uh probably ten years past that. So my um friends She's from, not as old as you. I'm not as old, sorry. That's what she's my friends from college were uh here for the summer while well, one was from here and they were renting this apartment and I had never heard of Saugatuck before. Mm-hmm. You know, I met them. And so another friend of mine, we came up, we knew they were living above a store. We had no idea which one. We saw the little doorway. We came in here and here we are. And then I fell in love with Saugatuck. I ended up marrying somebody from Saugatuck and I haven't left in 34 years. Wow. The um, although I do remember this apartment as being much bigger, I think they've subdivided. Oh yeah, and it wasn't as nice. It was. Sure, they were brick walls. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. It was. It was a, a unique it place. It was rough. <laughs> <laughs> but it it was a great introduction to a wonderful area. Yep, sure so, was. So um, you've been. In the Saugatuck area for a little over 20-some years. Um, yeah, actually about 20. Okay. Um, what did you do when you first got here? Uh, well, we drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where we met. At the Butler? <laughs> yes, uh-huh. okay. certainly. Um, um, and then you started a security business. I Tell did, me about actually. That. Well, about um, that. I'd been in that business, and I have been for over 40 years. And uh, uh, when we moved up here, we had... 
some decisions to make. Were we going to get regular jobs or were we going to strike out on our own? And I knew the security business, uh, you know, security alarms and CCTV, stuff like that. So I thought, well, let's hang out a shingle and see how it goes. And the first job I did here, I actually gave away. Uh, and that was the uh, uh, the old schoolhouse, now the, uh, the History Center oh, really? in oh. Douglas. Um, when they were re-renovating that, uh, I put the security system in there and essentially gave that one away. Kind of to get my foot in the door. And it kind of grew from there. And I currently have systems in the uh, Saugatuck City Hall, Douglas City Hall, the fire department, uh, some, there's a little store downstairs called It Is What It Is. Have you heard of that? It is what it is. It is what it yeah. is, yeah. We but, love our security uh, <laughs> cameras. I'm still fudging with figuring out how to do the replay. And I know oh, I've God. called you a couple of times and yeah, he goes sorry. through it and he kind of rolls his eyes and he goes, okay, so you got to do this and you got to put it in the bathroom <laughs> and you got to do this. Um, thankfully, I don't need to rewind it very often and take a look because... Most of your clientele are honest. They I'm are. Sure. And when, the, when you come in and you have that little screen, mm-hmm. it kind of says... Hey, you're being I'm watching. watching. We're, we're seeing you. So, you know, when you go around way to the back of the store uh-huh. by the purses, yep, I can still see you. Yep. So, yes, thank you for our security. Oh, system. not at all. Where else are you in town here? Uh, well, many, many residential clients Great. that, you know, of course, I won't mention their names. Sure. But um, lots of um, bigger homes on the lakeshore. Where, admittedly, this isn't a high-crime area. Thankfully. But a lot of these people own their homes here as second homes. And so if they're gone for the winter, they'd want to know if the place freezes up or, you know, if the furnace shuts off, if there's a water leak somewhere. All that stuff can be monitored by the systems I put in. So, uh, yeah, business has grown, and I, I, I really can't complain. Um, it's steady. Um, and so if somebody a, wanted to get a hold of you and talk security system issues, how would they get a hold of well, you? Well, heck, there's all kinds of ways. There's <laughs> the Facebook, of course, Secure and Safe. I have a website, uh, secureandsafemi.com. Uh, and uh, you can talk to uh, Patty Beery. Uh, I have a couple of cards at the store. (laughs) I can never find his phone number when I need it. (laughs) Send up smoke signals. I'm always watching, Patty. Uh, No, don't send up smoke signals. Oh, my God. You're always watching. My guys guys from the fire department. You see me dancing when I'm working on those horses? Yep, yep, yep. You got a heck of a move, too. I'm telling you. Oh, she Uh, does have the move. I've seen that spin move you do, that, you know, reverse pivot. Yeah, oh man. Falling off the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's not do smoke no. signals. My, okay. my guys from the fire department will right. not appreciate and that. And you are recent, recently retired. I am. How long? Uh, three three months now. Three months. So yep. newly retired yep. after serving eight, eight years. Eight years. Yep, yep, yep. And I know I'm kind of an old guy to be on the fire department. They hired me when I was 64 and uh uh wait a minute yeah i'm 64 i'm not an old old one yet (laughs) (laughs) 
Patty, I cast no aspersions. Some people are old at 30. You know? mm-hmm. That's a truth. And <laughs> some are not, you know. There's like the three of us sitting at this table. Absolutely. Young chickens. Young. Thank God it's radio and they don't have to see me with these Red. headphones on. <laughs> this ain't my first radio. <laughs> <laughs> but your hair is looking really good today. Mm-hmm. Even with that, Ben. So. <laughs> so, yes, uh, I was on for eight years and uh, many thanks to Chief Greg Janik who hired me uh, based on uh, my background in fire alarm systems. Nice. So, uh, uh, because even as firefighters, we don't necessarily know how fire alarm systems work. Um, So there was that and the fact that I tell bad jokes. Mm -hmm. I think he liked that. (laughs) We are blessed to have such an excellent fire department here. We are. Greg has truly turned it into a professional firefighting department it uh, i've heard stories about the old days uh, i'm sure heard those stories i'm about sure the old days. none of them are true but um yeah he's a professional and he's turned it into a professional department and i'm proud as it to, should be as it should be so that we can feel safe yep in our oh community. i do we are blessed a lot of old homes a lot of old structures yep. um, there's stuff down here right yeah. downtown that oh, gosh. Uh, you know we think about uh, attack plans, uh, you know, if, if, you know, God forbid Kilwins were to catch, what would we do? How mm-hmm. would we approach that? Because it's surrounded by high-powered cables, you know, all those electric wires that run down the street on the on the utility poles. Well, you can't spray water on those. Right. You'll end up with dead firefighters. Um, you can't use the ladder truck because, again, those wires are in the way. So these are all considerations. All these buildings up and down the street are very old. They're made of wood. And it's important that, you know, we formulate plans for uh, attacking a fire in those buildings long before it might ever happen. It's part of the deal. And that's what Greg has done. It's turned it into a real professional department. Happy to hear that. Mm -hmm. And currently... What are you doing? You're a board member on the Township Parks <laughs> Department. Board member, yep. I was And a, a volu- driver for Coastal Tours. Yep. I do want to hear all about that. Oh, sure. Coastal Tours is, it's a hoot. It's, uh, it's owned by uh, Toby Hutchins. I know Toby. Who, uh, it, Love Toby. Yeah, he's a good guy. He bought that uh, company. Um, he was driving for them, and then the guy uh, wanted to... Uh, retire i'm not sure exactly but anyway toby bought the company it's a uh, it's two vehicles a uh, a 14 passenger bus and a 10 passenger van you've probably seen them around town and uh, his mom vicky is a good friend of my wife kathy's and they were talking and toby was looking for drivers and we looked at each other and said hey i know how to drive i bet i can do that um so most of his uh, passengers are, well, let's say the majority of them are uh, brides, or brides-to-be, I should say, and they're bridal parties. Oh, boy. And yes, oh, boy is a good description of it. Uh, oh, boy. I'm you, sure you've got some great stories. You, you know, what's funny is we, we go from, usually it's three different wineries. Uh, local wineries here. I'd have some stories after three wineries. And, yeah, no kidding. Um, they, um, 
let's say the uh, the shields are down once they've gotten past the second winery, um, and they're using language that their mothers wouldn't approve of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an easy job. It's really fun. Uh, you just go from winery to winery, and you open doors and uh, let, let, them them, go. let them go. And <laughs> when it's time to collect them, um, it gets more and more difficult as the as the day goes on because oh, they don't want to leave. They, they, I'm having fun here. Can't we stay here? So you got to be like the parent and say, "Get actually." I just van. I used that term yesterday. Um, I had to collect them, and I said, "You know, I hate to be the mean dad here." But it's time to go. We've got an appointment at the next winery. Oh, come on. Can't we stay? <laughs> no. Dad, please. No, we have to go. <laughs> so what's this uh, township stint? On? Well. What, I, what's going on there? I got volunteered for that job, and I'm up for election on November 8th. So when you see my name right at the very, very bottom uh, Elliot Sturm, please vote me in uh, because I'm doing a terrific job. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't mind saying so I'm, yourself? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I'm humble and modest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, it's kind of a, uh, it, it works for me because I have a great appreciation for parks. Having grown up in Chicago in the, uh, you know, the concrete jungle where Parks were far and few between. Did I say that right? Anyway, um, my dad and I would walk down to the uh, lakeshore, and you know, you get to see trees and greenery and the lake and all that. And so, I think that's one of the reasons I love it here so much. There's so much forest. We are Uh, so lucky. We're surrounded. And Part of our job is to conserve that here in town. I mean, aside, you know, we've got many other things to take care of, but mostly parks, including the the dog park, uh, Tales and Trails, and several other smaller parks here that uh, we maintain and hopefully will, will increase in the years to come. And so that, Patty, leads me to this. We are floating a millage proposal with the upcoming election. Half a mil will give us the operating budget we actually need to take care of the parks as they are and to actually um, purchase more property and conserve that because I'm sure we all know there's a whole lot of development going on around here in town. Every day. Everywhere. something new popping up. Yep. And, you know, it, right now people want to come to Saugatuck because of the downtown area and Douglas, of course. And I can see down the road 30 or 40 years when people say, remember when Saugatuck was a fun place to go? Now it's just surrounded by buildings and uh, storage mm-hmm. buildings, and that charm is gone. Remember how it used to be? And we're. Well, we're, we're our age, our generation is mm-hmm. saying that now. Remember how it used to yeah. be? Not that it was you know, better back then. There just wasn't so much. I mean, mm-hmm. there are, I'm discovering subdivisions every day that I, I didn't even know existed. You know, it used to be just 
wilderness and, and green. <laughs> yep. But last year, I spent a lot of time driving my 91-year-old father around. We'd just go for rides. And we found all kinds of places that I didn't know exist. I mean, it used to be going to Holland was like yeah, just forever feel. because yep. you didn't see anything between yep. here yep. and there. Yep. And now it's like it just keeps creeping and creeping and creeping. Yep. So we cannot stop that. Right. We, you know, um, but what we can do is hopefully slow the progress a bit and guide it so that we don't become another Holland. Uh, you know, that's our charm here, mm-hmm. is that we are a, a small town. We want to keep that small town flavor. That's the reason we don't allow uh, chain restaurants or stores downtown here. Remember when McDonald's wanted to come here and they threw all kinds of money around. Burger King came, we ended up putting them on the north side of town. Uh, we want to keep it, we can't keep it as it is. Their progress is inevitable. Right. But um, But we've got to save what we can we, save while we can save it, while there's somebody yep. here to appreciate what it is and have that historic background on what it even used to be years and years ago, how far we've come now. And somebody's got to decide where are we going with this? What's it going to be? And it's not the developers. The developers are here to make money. They're not here to, you know, keep a historic view of the town. They come in and build buildings, make their money and go away. Uh, And so someone... Uh, or something, our department needs to uh, keep an eye on it and make sure it doesn't, you know, we don't end up as another Holland. Mm-hmm. Got to give a quick shout out. Sure. To the Sagatuck DPW out there emptying Doing their all job. those trash cans. There's they keep Mary our... Hinkle waving at us. Hey. <laughs> Talk about local radio, huh? <laughs> they keep our town clean. Good job. Waving at the DPW. <laughs> well, hey, you can see everything from here. Bird's eye view. And out there recording with his camera. We don't know what he's doing, but he's having fun. Taking a screenshot or a little video of Butler Street. Empty yep. Butler Street, maybe. The other day, I was coming down Butler Street, and the DPW truck had a big trailer, and they were taking away all the flowers. Already? All the flower pots what? in preparation for hopefully pumpkins and, and hay bales and all that coming in. Um, I know Gregor used to take care of that for us, and I certainly hope somebody's thinking about doing that because they've taken our flowers away. So It's too early. Yeah. yeah. Although I think I'm going to take mine away today at well, home. Well, and they've got to start sometime. That Absolutely. trailer was full. That trailer, trailer was full. Um, what else do you want to talk about, Elliot? Well, let's see. We can talk about <clears throat> my kids. Um, father of twins. Father of twins' sons. They're both, well... And they're both the same age? <laughs> Oddly enough, can what? you imagine? That's well, crazy. Well, one's 20 minutes older than the other. Oh, well, that's a different. Um, so they... Um, so you boss the other one around? One, <laughs> they, uh, they, oh, I love them dearly, both. They, um, one's in uh, currently in San Francisco. Oh, wow. He uh, just did a seven-month world tour. He, um, 
he said, you know, he says, the day I got out of college, I went to work. And I did that for 10 years. And he said, if I don't travel now, I might not get the chance. He said, I got enough money saved up for a year. So I'm going to go. And so he visited 17 different countries around the world. Oh, good for him. Um, and I'm so envious of him oh, gosh, yeah. to be able to do that, to just pick up and go. And he would, he, of course, he didn't send enough pictures as far as I'm concerned, but he would post on Instagram. You know, he's in Iceland. He's in South Korea. He's in Vietnam. He, he was going to go to Australia, but he didn't. He spent time all over Europe, uh, in South America. He went uh, paragliding in the mountains, and I'm thinking, wow, that you know, that's a great thing to do when oh, you're in your, when you're in your early 30s, to just you know have that as a backup. You know, I say, you know what, I traveled, mm-hmm. um, and my other son Alec lives in Chicago. Um, He's also a software developer. If you're familiar with Chicago, he lives in the Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Lincoln Park. Oh, it's wonderful. He lives right on the north end there at the corner of Diversity and Sheridan. So he's got a view uh, south of the park, and he can see the big uh, Ferris wheel at Navy Pier. And he's, he loves cats. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, Crazy cat guy. Yeah, <laughs> he might be. I don't know. But I love them both. They um, they uh, had been in uh, computers for forever. They, um, as a matter of fact, they almost got kicked out of the high school they were in uh, <laughs> because they. Uh, well, actually, they were on a fast track to go to the Illinois Math and Science Academy, which is for advanced kids, and they need to get a. Uh, letter of recommendation from a couple of teachers and their principal and all that, which and they were on track to do that until they hacked into the high school network. Oh. And the only reason they didn't get expelled is because they didn't change everybody's grades in the whole school to <laughs> straight A's, oh you know, which they could have done. You can't even make that up. Oh, gosh. So, yeah, uh, it was it was. It was crazy times there for the for the next year. They weren't allowed to use computers at all. Oh boy! Uh, at school, they had to go do homework at the library and actually open books and things. <laughs> wow. So I want to go back to um, this millage. Yeah. Just quickly. Sure. It's a half a mil. Mm-hmm. It's going to be on the ballot. Yep. For the November. Election yes. for residents of Saugative Township. Correct. Correct. And it's half a mil, and what that turns out to be, it's about 50 bucks per $1,000 of assessed value. Not the market value, but the assessed value, which you know is usually much, much lower. Uh, and so if your house is assessed at $100,000, it will be 50 bucks. If it's and the math works, you know, if it's assessed to 200, it'll be 100 bucks a year, and it's entirely worth it. Oh, absolutely. To keep, you know, the Parks Department uh, uh, going and give us, give us the, frankly, give us the money we need to take care of things. You know, right now we depend on a very small budget from the township itself, and it barely pays for anything, truthfully. 
but with this infusion of cash, we can do all kinds of things, including the 35-acre parcel that's adjacent to the, the dog park, Tails and Trails. We've been working closely with the track coach from uh, the high school, and we want to develop that into a cross-country track because currently, you may know, that our cross-country team from the high school has nowhere to practice except for the streets. So this would give uh, uh, a place to actually hold track meets for you know other schools to come in, and that would need uh, more cash and infusion for the school. Uh, and for our town. And for our town. You bet. All the spectators coming in, you going bet. to dinner, you bet. going to Is What It Is and buying wonderful <laughs> gifts. <laughs> Getting their flowers from Back to the Fuchsia. Maybe check go. in with Laura at Mill Pond Realty on, you hey, bet. I want to stay here for a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> it will benefit us all. I love the dog park, though. I love taking my dog out there and the, the trail, the walk. Yep. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful place, and this will give us the opportunity to make it even better, including maybe even bathrooms. That would be lovely. Because right now there's a porta potty there. Yeah. Uh, but Wait, very dogs use porta potties. <laughs> absolutely, this is a special porta potty for dogs. We have very smart dogs. Is it called dogs. a pata potty? Oh, <laughs> you're better than that. Papa potty. Oh, you are better than that. <laughs> pata potty. Papa potty. <laughs> okay. Well. It's already going on 8 o'clock, and it's time for us to take one more break, but don't go anywhere. We've got Saugatuck Township Manager Daniel DeFranco, who's going to fill us in on all the latest of the township. You're listening to Saugatuck on Sunday with uh, 92.7 The Van. I'm Patty Berry, my co-host Sherry White, filling in for Gregory Muncie. Thank you, Elliot Stern, for joining us this morning. Patty, thank you so much. It has been a lot of fun. And really we helps. will be right back. Don't go anywhere. To Saugatuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. I am Patty Billiard filling in with my co-host Sherry White. We are the substitute host today for Gregory Muncie who's on a little time out. Um, we uh, had a good time talking with Elliot Sturm and now we would like CJ to get the disco down as we welcome Daniel DeFranco. <laughs> Hello, Patty. How are you? Yeah, thanks for coming. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, yeah. too. How Great to see you. How long have you been here? Um, Not here in Gregory's apartment. Please don't tell me a story that you <laughs> you know were here like 40 years ago. Everybody seems to have slept here. I can't years. remember. <laughs> okay, good. A little over five years. That's what I always say. I can't remember. A little over five years. And you, I understand, are 
What's your, what's your official title? The official title is the Saugatuck Township Manager. Saugatuck Township Manager. And that must cover an awful lot of oh, yeah. stuff. Everything. Everything <laughs> yeah. from your, your water, um, your sewer to, you know, I have a, you know, a limb down on my street. Okay. Or my neighbors being too loud. So the gamut. <laughs> no. The really important stuff, the really granular stuff, okay. and everything in between. You get it all. I get I'm it all. I'm sure you've heard it all. And I've heard it all. And I will hear more. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So how long have you been on the township board? Um, I've been the manager of the township for um, about seven months. Okay. And then prior to that, I was on the Tri-Community Recycling Committee. Okay. And then I was on the Planning Commission for a few years. Um, and then I moved into this role. Okay. Not, not anticipated, but that's where I ended up. <laughs> okay. Um, who else is on the board with you? Are there some new board members we should know about? There are some new board members. And this is, I think this is great because we're, it's an interesting area that we're in because we have the city of Saugatuck, we have the city of the village of Douglas, and then we have Saugatuck Township. So we have two different um, governmental forms right next to each other. And I think it's confusing for people sometimes. Right. So like the cities have a council, whereas the township has a board. Okay. Um, and our board is composed of five members. Um, four-year terms for each member, so their term comes up in 2024. Um, so we have a supervisor, a clerk, a treasurer, and then we have two trustees. So recently, we had our supervisor, Cindy Osmond, step down from that role. Um, she was a fantastic supervisor, and we're definitely going to miss her. Um, but Abby Bigford, who was our clerk, has stepped into our supervisor role, um, and we were really happy to have Becky Israels, who was the chair of our planning commission, step into the clerk role, which is a very important role. Uh, essentially, the clerk is in charge of running the elections, which we take very seriously. Absolutely. And it's such an important part of local government, making sure that your elections are running smoothly um, and there's no hiccups. Oh, I and bet she doesn't sleep at night either. Huh? Oh, she's yeah. been stressing. She's so been studying hard. So much to worry about. Yeah, and so much to know. So much and to know. So much to be accountable for. Absolutely. Don't want that job. No. Nope. <laughs> it's actually a fun job. I usually, um, I usually volunteer as an election inspector. Um, and if anyone is out there listening and thinking, how can they give back to their local government? You can be an election inspector. And then, what does an election, election inspector, inspector do besides inspect? You gotta hang out and smile at people, make sure things are running smoothly. <laughs> there are different jobs. Um, you could be just kind of an initial greeter. You can be the one checking people in. We With the have IDs and stuff. IDs and stuff. We have okay. an electronic polling book, the EPB, which is I like that job. That's a fun job. And you like kind of check everyone up and you know the clerk is obviously there the deputy clerk is there in case anything does go wrong or somebody comes in and they're not registered properly we can do that on site um but yeah just making sure the election runs smoothly you kind of see all the work that goes in behind the scenes um and every community is always looking for election inspectors so whether you live in the cities or you live in the township um you can go into your local government get an application you can go at michigan.gov get an application fill it out Bring it into your local municipality and be an election inspector. Nice. My mom always used to work the elections, but I never knew they had an actual title. Yeah. She was an election inspector. It's kind of hard to say. It is hard to say. Election inspector. Inspector. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if somebody wanted to know what is going on in the township, they could go where to to just maybe read it online or... 
um, do you send out a newsletter to all the residents? I, I imagine that would get costly um, to send one out. So how, how do they get information on what's going on, what's current, what you've just done? Um, I understand that you just um, finished the fall cleanup day. We did. We had fall cleanup day yesterday. No, No, not the beach. Not the beach. That's Sagatuck. Yeah, that's Sagatuck. So this is more of like kind of like a general cleanup day. So if you have old lawn chairs or grill or refrigerator that you need to get rid of. Gotcha. You know, in the township, we have a lot of property. Don't throw it in your backyard. We're on the side of the road. We're on the side of the road. Nobody needs to see that toilet sitting there. No, (laughs) so save it for the cleanup day. Um, And one of... One of the individuals who's in charge of our general maintenance kind of handles it, and so he knows where to take everything. So he salvaged a ton of steel this week, so that's going to go go to Padnos, get recycled. So nice. not only are you cleaning up your yard, but we're able to kind of send these items out, kind of organize them, and send them to places where we can recoup some money, but then also those items are going to be recycled. So they bring that to you, or do you have a crew that goes out and picks that up? So we have a site on one... Oh, on 63rd uh, Street in the township that everyone can bring it to. And we have dumpsters set up. Members so, of the township. Not, members of not the everyone. Township. No, not, not everyone, everybody. unfortunately. Right. Um, yeah, so we do it twice a year. We do a spring cleanup, and then we do our fall cleanup. Sagatuck City does that. Um, I think there's only once a year, though, in the spring here. They not, do. I'm not sure. They haven't told me if there's a fall one because I could certainly contribute to that. But maybe maybe they'll pick that up because twice a year is kind of nice, you know, after your summer. And you, you accumulate right. stuff that you just need to get rid of. And it's the time of the year that you're, like, itching to, like, clean up. Yeah, You're exactly. like, oh, my yeah, God, what am I going to do with that? Time for change. It's time yep. for change. And we right. know it because we start getting those calls. We're like, what do I do with this old oil? What do I do with my old refrigerator? What do I do with, you know? I'm going to need to park in my garage because mm-hmm. winter's coming. Winter's so i got to get coming. all that Put stuff Put your lawn out. furniture back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, look at the lawn furniture and say, mm, "Maybe not so much anymore." Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, great, great. Yeah, so it's part of kind of us reflecting on our waste management program in general. So the townships participated in the Tri Community Recycling Committee for probably over two years now. I think that's been in existence, um, and we've done a lot of great things. But we've also kind of, you know, found out a lot more about you know our program in general, Um, and we've been trying to kind of go out there and and be a little more proactive about about taking a, you know, a cold hard look at, you know, what we're offering and and how we could improve. So we recently put out a survey, um, and we put it out through our e-blast. That's typically how we communicate with people. Okay, what about somebody that doesn't have email? Yes, they are out there. <laughs> they can come in. My parents, the t- for instance, yeah. now they live in the city, but yeah, they they never got any kind of um, communication because they didn't have access to email or Wi-Fi or anything. And I'm sure there's people in the so- township that have been there for a lot of years. Um, how do you, how do you get the word to them? Sometimes or how do they find out? That's- we will send out a physical newsletter. Um, you can stop into the hall. I mean, if you're not really good at online or email, you mm-hmm. can always come in and ask what's going on. Um, we do send out periodic physical newsletters, not all the time, um, but maybe, you know, twice, three times a year. So if you know somebody in the township who doesn't have access to email yeah, or maybe come in to town very often, maybe they can't drive or something, but they want to know what's going on. You can stop in and get that information for them or print it off and and take it to them, correct? 
well, I wouldn't take it to them. They can come in. And, no, you wouldn't take it yeah. to them. But <laughs> I'm saying if you knew somebody, you know, Sherry's yeah. neighbor in the township, you know, can't get out is physically and um, she could have someone go get that information sure. printed sure. or they could print it off their email or whatever. People to, also forget we have a fantastic public library that's brand spanking new that you can have access to email, you have access to a printer, to copier. Um, there's also a fantastic, there's two public rooms. So like if you're, if you have a home business and you want to have a meeting and you don't want someone in your house, there's a smaller office space that you can rent, like a conference room. And then they have this great large conference room too. Nice. So nice. we often nice. hold public meetings there That's too. great information. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially with so many people over COVID working out of their home to have that available. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. Yeah. But um, yeah, back to Waste Hall, uh, uh, waste management. Uh, the township's somewhat behind the cities because the cities do have a kind of a single collection system. So they have a program in place, whereas the township, everyone contracts individually, uh, which makes it difficult for township staff to kind of handle those inquiries. So if you have a problem with your recycling or you have a problem with pickup with waste or anything like that, we really can't help you because you contract individually. So it's it's on you. Um Whereas in the cities, if there's a problem, residents can call the, the town hall or the city hall and staff can actually contact someone on your behalf and attempt to resolve the issue. So that's one of the things that we've been looking at. A lot of the residents, we've been getting complaints about the fact that, you know, either prices are going up and they don't have any control over that mm -hmm. or their garbage didn't get picked up or they have yard waste needs. And we can't really do anything about that. And so we put out a survey a few weeks ago, and we just closed it up on Friday, um, kind of asking people general questions about, you know, what are they, what, you know, how are their, what are their feelings about their, their current waste hauler contract, um, and also, you know, what do they want? What are the things that they're looking for? Uh, what are the things that are concerning them? So we're compiling that data right now, and we've also scheduled an event for October fourth. So it's kind of like a, like a community hall event like a public input session okay where we're gonna have a series of speakers that can you know they're experts in their field um speaking to various issues in waste management and recycling in general uh we'll have the sustainability director of the city of holland there Dave, uh, dan borsma uh speaking about their program so it's just kind of a an opportunity for folks to hear about or hear from experts in the industry um give their input they will have an opportunity to talk, speak up, and say, "Here's what I'm having a problem with." Um, yeah, actually, what do I do? Yeah, we're actually, we're gonna have um, we're gonna have um, different areas set up, like kind of um, little uh, activity stations. Okay. So, folks can learn a little more, but then also participate and give their feedback. We'll record everything. We'll put it into a report, and so we'll have a better idea of where we go from here. How do we improve our situation? Like a, a, yeah, a sounds, great way to approach that. That's absolutely. A, and when was that again? That's going to be on October 4th. October 4th. Starts at 4 p.m. It's going to be at the Media Center in the high school. So we have a poster. We're going to be putting that out in an e-blast on Monday. So you heard it here first. Whoa. Breaking news. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that'll be out in an e-blast. That'll be on our website. Uh, we'll have a poster up at the library. Um, we'll have it on the front desk at the Township Hall when you walk in. Great. So we're excited about that. All right. I got a little list here, some other questions to ask you. You can ask me um, anything. I can ask you anything. I'm an open right book. Now. There you go. <laughs> and you're, you know your stuff. Oh, thank you. And you seem so young. 
you know, it's good skin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe we're just old, Patty. Tell me about um, the Allegan County ARPA funding for water infrastructure improvement. Oh, yeah. So ARPA. That's what we call ARPA. it. ARPA. ARPA. American Relief. ARPA. So, I now, now I can't. For now, I'm on the spot. I've said it so many times. American Relief Plan Act. So it's a federal act that's given um, local units of government essentially money to spend on anything that they kind of want. I mean, there's some limitations. Um, you know, there's a, definitely a focus on infrastructure. But the idea was that local municipalities, um, states, counties may lose money during COVID. Um, you know, they might lose a tax base. And so it was kind of designed to make up for that hole. Um, but now it's this money that we can use to address outstanding issues that we've had for a long time where we just haven't had the funds. So not only have the cities and the township received their own ARPA funds, but the county received ARPA funds. Uh, they received about $23 million in ARPA funds. Oh, wow. So That's it's significant. <laughs> it's significant. So the county said we're going to dedicate it all to infrastructure. $20 million of that went to broadband infrastructure improvement. Um, and I really have to give the county a hand. It was a really smart move. So they hired a full-time coordinator. Uh, they put out, they came up with a whole plan of attack. They have a, um, they had a survey out um, and they recently went out for bid. So the plan essentially is to identify by address all of the areas in Allegan County that are underserved or have no broadband service. And then to com uh, compile that and then give it out to uh, various providers to bid on projects to expand infrastructure in every area of Allegan County that does not currently have broadband. So that was kind of brilliant on their part. Brilliant. Yeah. But then there was $3 million left over. And of the 23? Of the 23. And they said, all right, let's give it to something else, maybe like water infrastructure. So every community in Allegan County had the opportunity to propose a project that they wanted to call shovel ready, so something that was in the works. Um, and every community had the opportunity to present to um, the county, and they chose four projects. And one of the projects that they chose to fund was ours. So you were able to ask for um, the same amount um, in ARPA funds that you received. So we received $350,000 in ARPA funds. We made an ask of the county of $350,000. And we were one of the four projects that were chosen. Awesome. So we were very excited about that. Okay. And when you say water infrastructure, yeah. what does that mean? That mean oh, it's so important. And it's one of those <laughs> things that you don't see. Um, but essentially, it's, it's the material that gets you water to your house. So mm -hmm. it's super important. And if there's something wrong with that material that can impact the quality of that water, that can impact the... Um, uh, the flow of the water, and you that's very important because you want to make sure that, you know, you have water pressure because if anything should happen and the fire department needs to show up, if you don't have water pressure, that fire ain't going to go out. Right. So it's really kind of critical things in our system in general. The township system is, is newer. The cities is much older, but we have some of those older areas. And so okay. we call them legacy projects, okay. projects that need to be addressed. We know... We've known for a long time. We've just lacked the funding to do it. 
So okay. this is going to give us an opportunity to address a legacy project. Okay. Yeah, my, my son lives on Blue Star Highway in the township, across from the fire department, Blue Star uh, Storage. I think it's still called that. And his water pet pressure is next to nothing out there. Oh, interesting. You know, um, so he may be interested in learning more about this and finding out um, or, or giving you some information. Sure. Um, and that house has been there, I don't know how many years, but recently in the last, let's say, 10 years, they've put a development back in there. I can't remember the name of it. What is that? Oh, um, Singapore Sing Trails. Yeah. Singapore Trails is behind there. And he's noticed a significant decline in his water pressure. I mean, even to run a hose, he, borrow, he tried to borrow my uh, power washer and mm -hmm. not even enough to put that through there. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, he should think, too, about calling – you can call the township or, or the Kalamazoo uh, Sewer and Lake Authority. They okay. handle all of our, like, maintenance and repairs okay. and operations. Um, and so that might be something that they could go out there and check out and yeah, say, might be an easy fix. May not be. May but, not be. But at least we can right. start peeling back the right. layers. Mm -hmm. Okay. What else you want to talk about? Let's see. We got um, new parks and trail millage. Oh, yeah. We you had, had Elliot. Elliot. And touched I'm, on that, and I, I think that's a great. Uh, oh, it sounds like a wonderful project. Yeah, you know, and parks, I feel is is they do so much work, and they get no kind of recognition. Mm -hmm. uh, but the parks commission in the the uh, township was created back in 1970 um, by Patty Burkholz, actually. Oh, I remember. So there's quite a legacy there, and you know they've been pretty diligent about working. Um, but what I found interesting when I started that the township. Most of the parks that we have are all donated to us, and most of the big ones were donated to us by the state of Michigan when they put in um, I-196. So, like, we have the Tales and Trails Park, which is on the east side of I-196, and then we have oh, the River Bluff Park is also on the east side of I-196, um, not on I-196, Blue Star Highway, I should say. So... Those parts were given to us when the state was purchasing land to construct the highway. Um, and those are really the primary parks that we have. And from talking to folks for the last, I don't know how many years, the state requires you to have a five-year parks and recreation plan if you intend on applying for grant money, which we do. So we have had a five-year parks and recreation trail plan in the works for quite a while. Um, and, um, a lot of times the feedback that we hear from folks is they would like to see new parks. They would like to see increased access to the river and the lake. Uh, they would like to see more trails. You know, people like to walk, people like to be outside. And those are things that are really hard to give people because they're expensive. I was just going to say, and how do they think those that happens, you know, and, and, and you're on a limited budget. Yes. You know, the park ferries don't just come and boom, there's a trail. This takes a lot of thought and planning. And, and it, upkeep and maintenance. And upkeep and maintenance. Yep. And people aren't always nice. Mm -hmm. You know, they're dropping their lighters and cigarettes and beer butt cans and all that kind of stuff all along the trails. You know, who, who cleans all that up? They don't think about that. They, they certainly want to use it. And they certainly sometimes abuse it. Um, they don't understand that uh, th this takes money to keep this and, and to 
to acquire new property to, to have a park. Hi. You yeah. know, have you looked at the price of land recently? And they're not and, making any and, more of it. And, uh, yeah, and they're not making any more yeah. of it. That's just it. There, there's no more land to be made. You know, we've got to start thinking about saving these areas like Elliot was talking about. We definitely all have to vote yes for the millage. If you live in the township. Now, are you considered township? No, Harry? I'm Douglas. But You're Douglas. Well, well it's, it won't be on no, our that, ballot. No, well, that's on the it'll be, it'll be on the township ballot. Um, sometimes your address says Fenville or it might say Hamilton, and you're actually in the township. It gets quite confusing. Right. Um, but yeah, it'll be on the township ballot. All township residents will well, have the get opportunity out there, to township consider residents. Because I love the Tales and Trails. The Tales and Trails is a great park. Oh yeah. And we have the opportunity to make it better. And you know, I, I love the if if you haven't seen the master plan for the dog park, um, it is on our website under the parks tab. Okay, and what's the website address? It, it's uh, SagatuckTownship.org. SagatuckTownship.org. Dot org, all one word. All one word. You can go there. Go to departments, go to parks, and then you'll see the master plan for the dog park. But um, it really kind of takes everyone into account. You know, the dogs are, you know, dogs and dog owners is, you know, are who uses the park primarily now. And so we're taking care of them. We're improving that facility. Um, but we're also creating um, year-round trail system. So you can run, you can walk. Uh, but in the wintertime, you can also cross-country ski. So we love that. Cause, and you know, Elliot mentioned something, um, a trail for the cross-country yeah, uh, team a tr- yeah. from the high school. That's awesome because so, our team has been so successful for so many years. Yeah, they, and not to have any place to train besides the streets, which is totally different from a cross-country run, would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And it's a great kind of terrain trail. Like It's not a traditional like flat surface, oval like it really utilizes all the natural features of the property and we're trying to enhance that so actually the center part of the property is more of a wetland so there's a whole plan for a natural restoration and then kind of ground level boardwalk so you know if you have mobility issues you can actually access right into the center of the property um, with no problem and there's going to be like kind of like little natural viewing areas we get migratory birds there so we're restoring the area, we're providing more access to residents, um, and we're also offering a variety of activities year-round. I love it. Wow. I love it. Because I love to hike. And there's just not enough, you know. And, and they're getting so popular to go to the state park anymore. It, a, it's hard to park because there's so many people. But to have more opportunity, and you know, you want a variety. That's just what I was going to say. You need a little variety, otherwise it's the same old, same old all the time. Um, I'm not a hiker or trailblazer of any kind, but I know I went with you once um, out to Mount Baldhead. And yeah, and we did the, the beef, beef. beaten path. Yeah. You know, we didn't do the steps, and I had no clue. I've lived here all my life. I had no clue how beautiful this it's was. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's and so good for your, it was your mental health. And down, and then... Um, shortly after that, my son Clayton took me out to the state park, which I'd never been, always working, you know, yeah. <laughs> and then tired when I come home um, or no one to go with. And he took me out to the state park and I'm like, it's amazing. Wait a minute. Yeah. This has always been here. And now Oxbow, amazing. Oxbow it has is redone amazing. their trails and they have marked them better. And that's a great place too. 
Yeah, the so, crow's nest is yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's a great All hike. right, I need somebody to say, hey, Patty, we're going to go hiking okay. today. <laughs> Kipper, Patty, let's Kipper, go hiking today. <laughs> Kipper and I will come get you one day. I, I went with you, and what dog was it? Um, Burmese. Oh, Rufus. Rufus. Rufus, yeah. yeah. They, they keep me going. Yeah. yeah, that's why I have a dog. It keeps me having to do the trails. Not just sit down and go, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, great. Oh, wow. So much information there that I think is so useful to so many people. My goodness. That's a that's a full Sunday morning already with Daniel and Elliot and all the announcements that we've had to make. It's been a, a great show. So thank you, Daniel. Thank you so um, much. It was, it was great nice, to meet you. Nice to meet you, yeah. too. Okay. Well... Thank you, Sherry, for being here again and supporting me early on a Sunday. My pleasure. Anything for you. Appreciate it. I'd like to thank our sponsors again. Um, Charming Saugatuck Rentals, the Inner Urban Transit Authority, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. Um, we've been filling in for Gregory, and uh, that's going to be the norm um, until the election is over. He's running for a seat on the city council, so FCC regulations do not allow Gregory to be in the studio as the host, but he is working behind the scenes um, trying to make sense out of this hot mess that you're supposed today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> handing me all these papers to read, and it's it's great, and we really appreciate you taking the time and, and bringing us all this stuff. So, thanks again, and we hope you tune in next week. Don't know who your host will be, but it's probably not going to be me. <laughs> Thank you for watching Saga Tech on Sunday, or for listening to Saga Tech on Sunday. You know, it's 9 o'clock. Uh, listening to Saga Tech on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. See you soon. Thanks for joining us this morning for Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Saga Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 927thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van.